everybody, Deborah Dondelinger here. Welcome back to Tapping This Week, a short but sweet, hopefully sweet podcast where I talk about a different idea and we do some tapping together. And today we'll be talking about resisting what we're feeling. And you know how sometimes there's something going on in your life at a, sort of a superficial surface level that we don't like, but we just sort of grin and bear it. Um, it might be something is often something that we think we can't change. It's just the price of being alive, of doing business, of the relationship we're in. And we don't let ourselves feel how much we're dissatisfied because we don't think there's anything that can be done about it. That's what we're going to be tapping on. Now, we also can apply this to more significant areas of our lives, whether it's health or relationships or finances or life purpose, where we feel stuck and we really, once again, don't know how to change it. And there's something, there's a core value in what we're stuck about, but there's also a feeling of agitation. So I'm going to use a very simple example of, of doing dishes. And the most interesting thing about this is that when we're stuck, but we're not willing to feel the feelings, it's often because we have competing values at stake or competing values that are showing up. And we feel like if we explore where we're dissatisfied, we're going to dishonor the value that we stand for. So in this case, I'm going to talk about doing dishes like, oh my gosh, I do so many dishes in my house. And it'd be easy if I were talking to somebody else about this, they would say, well, just delegate it to your kids or, or, or change what you do. But I have other values in place, like I want people to have flexibility in what they eat. And I don't want to impose chores on my children. And the arrangement with my husband is that because I work from home and I have more time at home, I can do more home chores. So lots of things are in place here. But I, what happens is I end up with a sort of like this sort of nagging little annoying, oh, I have to do dishes again. And I stay negative about it, but I never let myself explore feeling negative. So that's what we're going to tap on. So take a second and notice, find something in your life that bugs you when you have to do it. Not really serious consequence, but something that uh, perhaps it's tied to a, a daily or a home chore or a task at work that's repetitive or boring, or perhaps even not repetitive and not boring. And make a note of it and assign a level of intensity to it. If you really could pay attention to it, how much do you think, this is important, how much do you think it would annoy you? So for me, I have to wash all these dishes. When I'm in that negative place around it, it's probably like a seven intensity. So during the tapping, I'm going to use, and you probably already know I do this a lot, is that the, the great tool of exaggeration. When we're tapping, it sometimes can be really helpful to name extreme statements about our situation, just to explore them and see if it's true, see if there's any tension around it. And just because I say it out loud when I'm tapping doesn't make it true, but sometimes exaggerating the situation can bring in relief while we're tapping. The other thing I want you to notice when we tap is sort of like surrendering to the fact that I don't see any possible outcome as part of the problem, but being willing to work with the feelings and notice if there's any stuckness, what can show up. So I don't know what's through this door of tapping, but I'm willing to try it. Or maybe I'm sort of willing to try it. So. And then the third thing is if you have something going on in your life that is more serious, whether it's a relationship or health issue, if you want to make a note of that, we're not going to tap on it directly, but make a note of your intensity when you think about that, that subject, and then see if that intensity changes, if you get any new insights. So something in your life that you think you're going to have to keep doing, and it frustrates you. 
rate the intensity and tap. If you're new to tapping, you must look at the tapping points someplace else because I'm not going to explain them. My website has a page how to tap. And for those of you um, who know where the points are, we're going to jump right in. We're on the side of the hand point. And go ahead and use the words I'm using. Or if you want to use your own words, you can. Um, both will work. It can just be sometimes easier to relax into the structure of somebody else's words so that you're not having to think as much. And then you add on your own words at the end when you do some more tapping. Okay, so even though I get frustrated at all the dishes I wash, but yet another part of me says I should be grateful that I even have dishes to wash in the first place. I deeply and completely accept myself. Even though I feel embarrassed that I'm complaining about dishes, I should be grateful. And I have these, I have these different conflicting voices. <sighs> I deeply and completely accept myself. Even though I feel taken advantage of by washing all the dishes for the family. And that doesn't feel very good. I deeply and completely accept myself. Even though I relax when I do dishes and it's a very helpful sensory activity for me. I deeply and completely accept myself. Moving through the points, I begin with the eyebrow. I can't believe all the dishes I wash side of the eye. I can't believe how many hours a day I spend washing dishes under the eye. It feels so unproductive under the nose. This frustration with washing dishes. Chin point. All the dishes that I wash. Collarbone. What a stupid mundane thing to be complaining about. <sighs> under the arm. Yet sometimes I just get really annoyed at all the dishes top of the head. This frustration with washing dishes. Keep going through the points. This confusion around washing dishes. There's obviously some value to me in doing this. I love that we all have home, we have home cooked meals. I love that I see baking dishes and pans and saucepans being used. It means food is being made. I like the sensation of the warm to hot water and the bubbles and the soap and the dishcloth. I like all the ideas I get when I'm washing dishes. What I don't like is being surprised by dishes. What I don't like is not having enough time. What I don't like is the randomness of when dishes appear. What I don't like is when I'm too tired to finish the job. What I don't like is when I'm hungry and there's dishes in the sink. What I really, really, really don't like is when there are dishes that haven't been done yet and someone comes in to cook. Okay, stop there, gentle breath. 
So that's sort of stream of consciousness looking at the pluses and minuses that were showing up. And clearly, when there's something going on that you feel conflicted about or that you can't quite go into why you don't like it, it's because there can be some hidden benefits to the issue that, that are competing with your dissatisfaction. So let's go move, move from the words to the body sensation and notice where you feel tension in your body. And just let's check in with the chakras, the energy centers. Is it down in the root? Is it in below the navel, around the belly button? Is it more in the solar plexus, above the belly button? Is it in the heart space? Or the throat? third eye or the crown. For me, the tension is so clearly in the third, in the solar plexus, in the third chakra. And it's a sense of being controlled that just puts like, that makes me want to grit my teeth and grind my teeth and set my jaw. Okay. Even though I don't like feeling controlled. And who does? <laughs> I deeply and completely accept myself. Even though I don't like the feeling of being controlled, I deeply and completely accept myself. Even though I was made to do dishes as a kid, every other day, it was my turn and then my brother's turn. And it just sets my body on edge I deeply and completely accept myself even though I don't like being made to do things again who would I deeply and completely accept myself moving through the points beginning with the eyebrow I don't like feeling controlled I don't like being told what to do. I don't like being pushed to do things. This tension in my belly, this tension in my solar plexus, this stuck energy in my solar plexus, this stopped energy in my solar plexus, this interrupted energy in my solar plexus. Okay, stop there. Nice, gentle breath. <sighs> so what occurs to me is the idea of, of many of us have our own, and I don't know if it, I can't speak for everyone, obviously, but many of us have a sense of our own inner flow and timing, and we know when to do things and when not to. And if you think about the overscheduled structure of schools as kids, for most of us, where we're regimented on a 50-minute schedule and move from one thing to another and everything is so tightly controlled. It just gets me so tense in my body when I think about it. And just losing that sense of connection to your own rhythm. And we each have a rhythm and an energy for when we want to do things. But yet we have to conform to these outside structures because those are the agreed-upon rules. See if you can tune into that tension for you about your own rhythm, your own pace. And how does that feel to you?
my inner pace feels actually rather slow, which always intrigues me because I tend to move quickly. But it's almost like a donkey or a mule that when I'm not moving, you can't make me. But when I am moving, I will doggedly go down the path or up the path, no matter how hard it is. But I want to decide when do I start. So take a second and notice how your inner flow, what does that feel like? And then notice how does that inner flow intersect with the outside world? Does it feel like oil and vinegar? Does it feel powerful? Does it feel submissive, jarring, like two foreign worlds colliding? Does it feel easy, like the sand and the waves on the beach interacting with each other? What metaphors come to mind? And let's tap. Even though I have this inner sense of flow and timing, that doesn't always mesh with the outer world sense of structure and timing. I deeply and completely honor and respect my internal internal sense of flow. Even though I'm very aware of my internal sense of timing, sometimes it clashes with the outside world. I'm open to the idea that I can be in sync with the world around me just sometimes I don't know how to do that. Even though it feels really good to pay attention to my inner flow, my inner sense of timing. Often I'm so busy in the outside world, I never check in with myself. No wonder I get frustrated. Moving through the points. My inner sense of timing. My inner flow my inner sense of timing, my inner flow. Sometimes I need time to catch up with myself. Sometimes I need time to catch up with the outer world of doing. The interplay between my inner world and the outer world. I'm curious how the two can flow together more easily. Okay, stop there, take a gentle breath. Okay, so go back to your original issue of this, this superficial or this daily task that frustrates you and see what you feel about it now. So I start off with a seven. I probably might have been a little bit higher. I now feel much calmer, probably like a two. And I'm curious about how to approach the, the physical activity of washing dishes in a way that feels more flowing with my sense of timing. I'm not trying to turn away from the work. I'm wanting to enter into it more clearly and, and thoughtfully. So when we tap, we, um, we, we don't know what's going to come out of it. We can get insights, we can get new ideas, we can get new feelings, we can come to a broader understanding. Time and time again, I see compassion and understanding, like a broader perspective show up when I tap and when I tap with other people. I, um, I'm curious if that's what you notice for yourself as well. So when, we are, when we're looking at an issue where we feel stuck or like we're not quite ready to, or we're not sure why we're not looking at our resistance, perhaps it's because there's something else going on. We have, there's actually a value to the, what's the situation that we're not seeing or that the issue is not what we thought it was. So no matter how stuck you feel, you can always start by tapping 
even though I feel stuck about this issue. Okay, washing dishes. I have a blog post from years ago called Solace in the Soap Suds. So washing dishes is clearly my meditative practice as well as my source for insights. Um, It amuses me. Ah, I'm sure you all have your own um, daily task that provides you the same sustenance and sometimes aggravation. Okay, thank you for listening and tapping along. I hope you're having a wonderful summer slash winter slash spring slash fall, wherever you are. And until next time, keep tapping. Thank you. Mm -hmm.